0: What up what up what up got some of that the passion hi-fi yeah it's called breaking little new intro music just did some random search for a hip-hop instrumental on soundcloud so shout out to the passion hi-fi appreciate the free free beats So switching it up because I got a very special guest today, my boy Rob Nice, Professor Rob Nice.
1: Yo, 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 Welcome to the dojo. (laughs) Thank you for having me, man. This is a beautiful spot.
0: Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Pretty, um, man, I'm pretty excited. I I wrote stuff down this time. (laughs) And... (laughs) Uh, yeah, man. Cause I just had so much on my mind going into this. Mm-hmm. I've been following you. So for y'all who don't know, Rob here is, uh, he is the rap seminar at rap seminar on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Can they find you anywhere else by
1: the way? Yeah. It's rap seminar on YouTube. Our seminar on Twitter. Dope. Someone got me. Someone ah. got the rap seminar. I don't know who it is. Not active, probably some chunk.
0: I'm just kidding. Seminar. Just kidding. Not kidding. On Twitter. So all right. Um so I know I know Rob, of course, through bikes, as probably many of you would have guessed. <laughs> <laughs> like I met everybody on this show through bikes. And uh, you were uh, uh, you were working at the college at the time
1: yes sir you
0: came in for like a flat repair or something crazy like something simple and and i don't know man like i remember i don't know if you remember you you went into the bicycle company with you need like a wheel or some shit and like something was all crazy and yes yeah and we went back and forth and i was like man this dude's dope something about you it was like dope and then come to find out later on we run in the same circles Mm -hmm. and then you know we're homies now but just recently i guess like um fairly recently i really started following this rap seminar thing you're doing and dude mad respect mad love i love it thank (laughs) you i love it i love it it's so fun i ain't i ain't a hip-hop head by any means i i do listen to like i like common i listen to a lot of common and Mm -hmm. like most def stuff like that um you know some classics and stuff i am from la and i have some some of my influences and my my older uh my uncle and stuff. like they all listen to hip-hop growing up so um, you know Jay Dilla, dumb yep. stuff like that. Yeah, yep. but but by no means, dude, am I like educated in hip hop world? <laughs> I just know what I like, and that's it. And I know I, I like poetry and stuff. So, so tell the people what you do because it's so dope.
1: Yeah, thank you, thank you. Um, by the way, when we met at the at the bicycle company, I thought you worked there. I used to for a long time. Yeah, I thought you worked there, and that was a time when I was commuting. I was using the bike, you know, to get to school to EPCC, and uh, and I got hit by a car. Oh, you know what shit. I'm saying? And it bent my rim. They came out from the left, and it bent the rim. And I was, it was like uh, I got off, I jumped off the bike because I knew they were gonna hit me, and it just bent the rim like this. Well, you saw it. Yeah, yeah, it was awful. And uh, you know thanks for helping me out <laughs> you know what I mean like, uh, it's, you're that's welcome. crazy how like uh some bad fortune leads me to meeting somebody cool you know what I'm saying uh, like it's, it. it's crazy how life works respect, <laughs> respect,
0: no it's cool they were they were slammed I wasn't working I was just visiting I think yeah. I was living in Florida at the time and I was just like saying what's up to the homies and then mm-hmm. they were slammed and like, you needed help so that's all that went down but but yeah man like you know, you you were, what, a literature professor? What yeah, were you doing so, at the time?
1: So, um, Talk a little bit about your background. Yeah, yeah. My background is in creative writing. And, um, you know, um, I studied poetry. And I got the Master of Fine Arts degree at, at UTEP. Um, and so I didn't want to necessarily be a teacher. Like, that was not, like, what I wanted to do. But um, I'm kind of like, um, you know... I. I come from a lineage of teachers and I grew up around teachers and preachers, teachers and preachers. So, um, it was kind of natural to me to fall into that space, so to speak, you know? Um, and so I was on, I was teaching upward bound. Next thing, you know, I'm applying for part-time. Next thing, you know, I'm applying for full-time. Next thing, you know, I'm a tenured professor at the college. You know, I was there, for years you know long enough to get tenure um i taught for over a decade you know at the college and university level creative writing literature um like you know the 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 composition classes you know essay writing all of that stuff and uh but i've been a a hip-hop head my whole life that's that's the only reason i got into writing was because i wanted to be tupac you know i wanted to (laughs) I wanted to be the Wu-Tang clan. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, fuck yeah. So it was like I remember when I I was an undergrad and I told my mom, <laughs> it's funny, I said, I don't wanna I don't wanna get a job. I had just graduated and I studied English. And I said, I don't wanna get a job. And she was like, Well, what are you gonna do? you know, and, and I said, Well, I'm an artist. I'm an artist, you know and and my mom is like you you don't even <laughs> you don't even draw, you know how are you an artist you know and and I said, you well I write, you know, and I have my poems and this and that so um, so I just started applying to graduate schools and 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 but it was hip hop that got me into into writing, into listening to the words, into you know um listening to the music in the words um and you know. That, that part of me has remained throughout um, my academic life, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and when I was teaching in the classroom, I often used, you know, Wu-Tang lyrics to teach imagery, right? My preference would be go to hip-hop music to teach the, te- the techniques that the students had to learn, right? Because everything is there. Do you want similes? We got it. You want metaphors? We got it. You want? What do you want? You want um, freaking epistrophes? We got it. You know? You want? you <laughs> I have know no idea uh, what that is. <laughs> whatever enjambments? We got it. Right? Like any poetic technique, you could see it in in hip hop, in rap, in rap lyrics. Modern day poets, right? Uh, yeah. You know, of course, I would refer to the classical poetry and the contemporary poets as well. You know, but my foundation has always been hip hop, and I and I felt that it. Allowed me to connect with students better, you know. Oh yeah. Uh, And I can analyze a song, or we can talk about a song, and I can teach a technique through a song that they love, right? Or that they hear on the radio or whatever. It it could be any. It could be Bad Bunny. I don't care. We'll look at look at the imagery, right? Look at how he did that, right? So there was always um, for me lessons in in the writing, right? Uh, And I brought it to the classroom, you know. And that's really you know, when I realized that it was time for me to have autonomy of my time and myself and my body, and I, I, I'm 40 something years old. Like it's time for me to be able to decide where I want to be. You know what I mean? And, and I realized, well, the only way I could do that really is like work for myself. Right. Um, and so that's what rap seminar is really the, the rap seminar is the the merging of my academic background and, and my hip-hop DNA, right? And so I, I, I use the techniques um, that are used, you know, in the academy, right, to dissect rap lyrics. Um, it doesn't always line up, right, because rap is something innovative. It's something that evo- it has evolved from the poetic world, right? It's like an evolution of poetry. It's very so, organic. Oh, yeah. So, so at Rap Seminar, you asked me, what do we do there? Uh, basically, the main thing is lyrical analysis, right? And what I do is generate rap stats for MCs, right? And their fans, uh, which is something that has never been done. We've never had rap stats for hip hop right we've had stats like how much did somebody sell right how many streams did they get uh what denomination of people listens to what music that we have right but we never had what's this person's rhyme percentage
0: what is a rhyme percentage
1: a, (laughs) a rhyme percentage is where you take account of all of the words. And you find out what percentage of those words have a rhyme, right? What percentage of those words correlate with another word, right, to have a rhyme, right? Okay. Um. And so the rhyme percentage, right? We've never had the ARPB. What's that, right? The average amount of rhymes per bar, right? So I, I'm calculating how many rhymes per line.
0: A bar right? is a line?
1: Yeah. Okay. One line of poetry, so to speak, right? right on. It's A bar is time about timing, but... That's another conversation maybe. But um, so, so I, can, I can tell an MC on average how many rhymes in a verse did they deliver, right, on this album or whatever. And so it's pretty dope. It's I, pretty dope. Dude, I it's enjoy never, it. You know, <laughs> and it's a baby and people are just starting to, like, notice it. Um, they're just starting to notice it. It's crazy. Yeah, it's dope. Yeah.
0: I, I got to say, like, you know, you're live... Lyrical analysis yes. sessions, yeah, 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 that you do when you go on the Instagram live, they're really entertaining. And again, coming from, like, I feel like a fly on the wall. Yeah, you know, I'll I'll, I'll jump in. And by the way, thanks for always like waving and shit, saying hi to me. Oh, it's like yeah. it's, it feels cool, man. I it's gotta like,
1: shout out the homies, especially you know Rad Dog Bikes. Like, you've serviced me, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you you got like I've not only that time at the bicycle company, but I brought my bike to Rad Dog and you fixed it up there. You know, so you I came over the crib. Promote, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. It's that tried dope. and true. I, I promote what <laughs> I believe in, you know? Same, dude. That's why I want to draw on your so
0: bad. Cause like I'm I'm really genuinely stoked on what yeah. you're doing. And I feel like um so being the fly on the wall, like it uh it made me think like, yo, I I'm into this, right? Like, mm-hmm. yes, I enjoy listening to hip hop. By no means am my hip hop head. I'm I'm uh part of this, you know, uh, witnessing this, this live lyrical analysis that you're doing. And it's really dope, because, you know, the, well, I guess, uh, before I go too deep with this, like, if you would explain the, what the lyrical analysis structure, like, explain, like, the that live thing, okay. like, how that yeah. goes down.
1: Yeah. So, um, so basically, I, I I analyze lyrics, right? And there's different ways that I do it. One way is where the MC will submit their lyrics to me, and I'll put it in my software program that my homie Brandon made. I have to shout him out. Um, my guy Brandon Carrillo, he made this amazing software where I can actually um, keep track of all the literary techniques and everything that they're doing. So that's what I was doing for the most part was was through the software and I'm tallying, right? But then I I had a sort of a realization that one, people want interaction, right? And and two, people love to hear about their own writing, right? Like they love to hear other people talk about their writing and stuff. And uh, three, I wanted to practice my ear. I wanted to train my ear to hear techniques um, more obviously when I'm listening in the moment. And like real-time? Real-time that, analysis. That real-time analysis, analysis is dope. Yeah, yeah it's so yeah. different, yeah. So that's basically what it is. And um, I have an, an ulterior motive for training my ear to be able to identify lyrical techniques and literary techniques in real time. Um, that There's something on the way that I'm working on which requires me to be able to, to hear what's happening really well, you know? Um, so long story short, we get on the live, MCs jump jump in. They put their lyrics in the chat, okay? And then um I invite them in, they rap the lyrics, and I listen to what they're doing and then I sort of like a tarot card reading, I'll tell them things about their writing. So I'll 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 speak on the types of rhymes I see, how many rhymes. I might speak on um what the content is telling me, right? I might look at the literary techniques. I might tally metaphors or similes. And then uh, the MC will repeat the the lyrics a couple times so I can listen for different things, right? Um, And then I just tell them everything I heard, everything I found. Uh, I might speak on some critical analysis stuff, like, well, from the Marxist approach. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Or from, you know, let's look at the economic determinism. Let's look at, um gender studies through this right um so i also bring things to this analysis that uh you don't usually see people doing you know um it may be the first live ana- it's not a reaction video it's not a reaction it's a, it's an analysis right
0: it's a conversation it's, and it's a conversation yeah. so
1: the mc they get to talk about it after they yeah. get to tell me what did I miss?
0: You know what I love too, dude? Yeah. is like, it's not just you and that MC so often mm-hmm. um, it's you and like three other people. Cause you could split it up yep. into what? Four, four, four little people can be in there. Yeah. And so like, you've got um, like, for, I, I remember this one time you had these three MCs on there and everyone was like going, you know, putting, saying their, their stuff, uh, Uh, rapping their lyrics and then they would chime in and it's cool because you're like encouraging it Mm -hmm. you're like what do y'all think like did you hear anything and then oh you know this and that and then there's just like this really cool like conversation between all these artists and Mm -hmm. you know it's like this all-inclusive really cool thing and from my perspective dude like i don't know i felt it just feels cool to to listen in and to watch it's just such a good vibe about it
1: you know I envision it like uh, some type of a street workshop. Yeah, like like a street, Let's have a a workshop right here on uh, in the street. Sometimes I go live from the street, like I'm in a parking lot or something, yeah. or somewhere, yeah. you know, uh, because there's good lighting in parking lots. So <laughs> I'm I'm at the parking lot and it's like you know it might be ten o'clock at night.
0: I know, love that you MC, never know where Rob's it. gonna pop up with I'm the a, live I'll pop
1: <laughs> up and uh, <laughs> keep it fresh, dude. I love it. It's funny, but <laughs> it's dope because MCs get a chance to be heard, you know. And um, but not only that. I'm showcasing the brilliance of these writers. Absolutely. Yeah. That otherwise, some of this is, a lot of, most of this is probably going over people's head, right? You you listen to the song and you get caught up in the message and you're like, oh, well, he's cussing a lot or he's talking about robbing somebody or whatever. I'm like, yeah, um, but Stephen King writes about crazy things too. There's a technique to that, you know? Um, if you go watch a Quentin Tarantino film... There's a technique to someone's eye getting pecked out of their face, right, you know what I'm saying? There's a technique to writing whatever it is that those rappers are writing right and and it's not all destructive, it's not all positive it's not all it's not all nothing. it's whatever it wants to be It's you real know? though it's, it's very always real, very real. Know?
0: and from my perspective, like having respect for what's going on but not being a lyric lyrical like artist. Yeah. You know, I I it's so cool, man. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. Mm-hmm. And it's something special. You know, that's why I keep coming back and I keep, you know, I'll see you go, oh, rap rap seminars going live. And if I have the if I <laughs> if I'm able to, I kinda like scope it out. Like am I with the kids it's going down, yeah, you know, yeah. it's like I could afford a few minutes real quick, you know, and I always chime it or, or jump in and and it's never, it's just always dope. Yeah, always dope, fun. man. And
1: the, the, what I like about it, too, is that it's so random. You never know yeah. who's going to be there to rap. It's and always, man,
0: there's some people on there that are just, wow, Phenomenal dude. MCs, yes. man. You, wow. you,
1: you know, I got to think, like, I think about, like, who would go on to a live and let someone break their lyrics down and then perform? And it takes somebody who probably has some confidence in what they're doing Right or at a least they're of... hungry enough to learn. <laughs> yeah, well, you that know, put themselves out there. I gotta or... credit
0: you for for that for creating the space where people mm. could feel like they can do that. Mm. I I think uh, I think that's a big part of it, man. Mm-hmm. Is is you creating what you've done where people can go on there and feel, you know, be vulnerable. Yeah, to to do what they do and not feel like because I've seen. You know, you you don't just blow smoke up people's asses, too. You're like, "Ah, I don't get this line, dude. Like, I'm trying to. Like, y'all get this? Like, am I missing something? They're like, ah. And and it's like, oh, yeah, maybe. I don't know, whatever. But but it's never like hate. It's always like it's just nothing but love and respect and support. It's beautiful, dude. It's community. I love what you're doing, like that community aspect of it. That's why I identify with one of the many things. From being, like, outside of the hip-hop world, outside looking in – I, there's just so many things that I see and, and yeah that's that's so salute to you for doing what you do and so many people are just stoked on it, man it's cool yeah, thank
1: you man thanks dude it's crazy you know that it's been um catching on like just I love seeing it you know and people will send me a message like these heartfelt like dms like yo your this your page man is you know motivated me to do this you know and I'm I'm gonna try to do this now and people who ask me for advice on things or they want to pick my brain on something, you know, and it's cool. I'm pretty open with things and I like to talk to people, you know, I'm learning how to set boundaries because, uh, I guess growing up I've always treated everyone around me like, like their family, which is cool. I, I, I'm still like that, but then going into the online world, it's like, um, I'm I'm having to learn that I can't be family with every single person that walks through the door. Like it's a little weird, you yeah. know. It could be it could be weird. So I've been trying to learn like that part of it. Like how do I be friendly, you know, but not give everything away. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, you have and, to,
0: man, because that that's a good segue into this is your business. This is how you right eat. exactly. And yeah. these these analysis sessions they're they're not free. If you want to chime in, you have the cash app
1: mm-hmm. right, and yeah. then
0: they jump in and. Yep. And that's
1: and, and it's crazy because people pay, yeah, you know, they pay for it. And, and some people say, Well, I don't have it now, but I'll get you later. And I'll be like, Cool, come on, let's do it, you know. And I, I do, I do, I still do some for free, I'll do like a giveaway or whatever, you know. Um, but it's a creative way, you know, what it is is uh, using my knowledge of lyrics and words and and writing, um. To mo- and as a, a trade, yeah. as a trade, Absolutely. right? Like you can go learn how to be a mechanic, you can go learn how to write, right? So, so sometimes people don't realize, it, you think, oh, well, if I'm going to study creative writing, I have to go teach creative writing or I have to be a poet, right? Well, I'm benefiting from my degree um, by analyzing people's lyrics, and yeah. i made it i invented it for myself
0: absolutely and very right. quickly by the way man yeah. the way you do it in real time it's like i you do like finger and some of these guys are fast dude oh They're yeah duh, 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 duh. and it's like mm-hmm. i'm on what mm-hmm. you know and you're over here like man you i have a few tricks that I double entendres and there is a multiple three yeah. uh, rhymes and then you have right. a quadruple in there mm-hmm. and i was like
1: mm-hmm. I did not
0: catch any of that <laughs>
1: <laughs> Tally, I have a, I have a really cool, if you were to look at my notes, I have a, a really crazy, like, uh, graph or sheet that I make. And it has different categories that I can create tallies and stuff like that. And so I got to stay nimble, you know what I mean? Yeah. When I hear something, I'm like, oh, 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 oh. Um, and I, I try to be conservative with my numbers because i don't want to overinflate something like right. and then i'll be like yo can you kick that again so usually when they rap the first time i'm just looking for like what catches my attention mm-hmm. is there something that i it's just like a net like let me see what i can get yeah and then if i didn't catch enough if i feel like this is not enough then i'll say can you kick it again right get, run it back right <laughs> so they run it back, and now I'm listening for like one thing. Like now I'm going to look for just the rhymes. How many rhymes can I tally, right? And then I'll knock that out. And then if I'm listening to just rhymes, that tells me what type of rhymes, right? And then I'm, and it, and I'll catch the syllables too. I can, I can, it's like rhymes is like three things at once. The type of rhyme, the syllables, and the sounds, right? Um, so I can keep track of those three things off of listen, but it gets crazy though i can't do that and tech and metaphors it's like one of the, it's like rhymes or literary techniques and this is know? with
0: like that rapid fire That's live stuff? That's the rapid fire stuff. live yeah like we, if so someone sent like you were doing the beginning or before the live stuff mm-hmm. got like cuz you've been doing that a lot lately yeah is it every day
1: i'm doing the i'm trying to do a live a day is what i'm trying to do i miss once in a while i'll miss it because you know family or whatever but I'm trying to do a live a day and service, like, as many MCs as I can, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Because it's fun, and it keeps me in touch with my audience. Um, It also keeps me sharp, man. Yeah. You know, I, well, I got to listen.
0: I got to work, right? here.
1: I got to work, <laughs> and I feel like I'm clocking in. I, yes. I'm like, I'm going to work right now, you know? I see you, dude. Um, You're hustling, man. Clocking in. You're you know motivating what me.
0: That's for damn sure. You know, it, you touched on, like, yeah. you touched on, on uh like how you've you have this extensive background and all this work you've done, mm-hmm. all this studying and all that you have this this trade, this skill right right and it's practiced and sharp, and you're able to give this really unique service to all these artists and and people pay and that's great and uh it just I don't know man like i it reminded me of like <clears throat> excuse me. Like so often in the bike shop when people come over and be like, yo, can you fix this thing? And it's like, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Like two minutes. Here you right. go. Done. Oh, dope. It's like, okay, it's going to be this much. They're like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? <laughs> that took you two minutes. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. But it took me 20 years to get to be exactly. able to do it in two minutes. Boom. That's so, where it's at. You know, it's like yep. I, I really – that's important coming from someone who knows how it is to – I'm, you know, rad dog, is, is how I eat, mm-hmm. and I'm a one man band, yep. and I have nothing but gratitude and just nothing but love and appreciation for everyone who's supported. Really, anyone, man, who's who's come up mm-hmm. and is putting themselves out there like you are, like I am, like so many people are these days. It's work, and it's when you become a master, you really dedicate yourself to something you know yeah. and i'm sure i don't i don't know about you but like with with you know there's people that that are discouraging you know they'll say mm. what the fuck is this mm-hmm. you know go get a real job or this or yeah, that it's yeah, like yeah. man that can be hard yeah but to keep at it man and like all that time passes and then you become such a master mm-hmm. at what you do and then they the, you turn that corner and then there's that right real hard, you know, shit, money in head. You yeah. know, appreciation. That's, yeah. that's a, that means a lot.
1: It's crazy. Um, KRS-One, before I left the college, I brought KRS-One to town for a lecture. I remember that. And um, KRS-One said, get good at something. He said, I don't care what it is. You could be waving a rag around. Be the best rag waver <laughs> that ever existed, you know? And like, get good at something right and um so and people will recognize you for that you know you know what i mean and and so i think you're totally right like it took you this long to be able to do that thing in in two minutes or whatever right that's training that that took that's education that's time that's money you probably spent trying to learn you know um and so and equipment like how much did this cost (laughs) <laughs> yeah. do you know what i'm saying like how the tools you have well you invest in yourself it's like so all of these things look at all this merchandise we're surrounded by bikes you know so i think it's only right and i i believe if there's someone who is good at something and i seek out that service and they go out of their way to service me i gotta pay them man come on
0: yeah absolutely you know? so it's yeah. cool and then with it's dope, man, to see, because you know I know, the that you you do, uh, you know the cash up on the lives and stuff, mm-hmm, and there's mm-hmm. there's like, it's just always full of people. I'm mm-hmm. just like, yes, man, yeah, yes, it's fun. Nah, I'm just yeah. so stoked for you, man, that you're you're doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it can be a scary thing sometimes. I'm sure. <laughs> oh yeah, it is,
1: man. You know, I'm keep I'm, it up, brother. Keep I'm thankful it up. that there there's a niche there's a niche market for this lyrical analysis thing. You know, um, you know, it's crazy too, because this rap seminar, uh, you know, it's not only, um, lyrical analysis, it's become more things. It's become things that I didn't expect it would be right. Crazy, Like (laughs) it's definitely insane. You know, um, (laughs) like people are asking me to teach them how to analyze lyrics. Which I didn't think people would want to know. I thought you just want to get your lyrics analyzed. But people have hit me up for consultations like show me how to analyze. I want to do what you do. Right? And so I think that that is sweet. Like I didn't expect that. But that's a th- another thing now that's like, oh, okay. Well, I could do a training. Yeah. and uh, it was, uh, Show people how to do this shit. You yeah. know what I mean? And like, boom, then that's, you know, then I'm getting something. They're getting something. And then they can go out with their knowledge and put it to work however they want. Yeah. You know?
0: Even if it's just, like, allowing them to appreciate, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. the music and the mm-hmm. lyrics in a different way. Yeah. Which is what it did for me. That's crazy. It's great. Dude, like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a nerd. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm an OCD, <laughs> <laughs> meticulous, you know, like, space cadet when it comes to so many things um i drive myself crazy and and other people crazy (laughs) all the time with it but this what you do is just like it satisfies that like baseball card aspect of it if you would but 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 it's not that it's not so like cut and dry it's Mm -hmm. like it's got flavor it's organic it's it's it takes on so many shapes and forms it's real it's 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 beautiful man it's mm-hmm. dope it's that and so much more
1: yeah and and things that i don't even know what it is you know what i'm saying yeah. it's like so i can't uh, get enough of it man new it's hard to say what it even is you, you know it's crazy, it's crazy.
0: and for, and again going back to just showcasing all these amazing artists and listening to these lyrics there's passion mm. in there there's like there's there's backgrounds to these, who these people are, they're, they're putting themselves out there in yeah. these really, you know, really personal ways. Mm-hmm. Um, man, it's, it's crazy, dude.
1: And they're MCs that you may never have heard of. Like, people, like, from some town, who knows where, been rapping. Like, rapping their ass off. You know what I'm saying? And then they come to rap seminar, and you're just like, yo, where... Has this person been? You know what I'm saying? And and you're like, "Yo, where's your music at?" Right? There was this lady, her name is I Love Gen Dog. Uh, That's her handle. I Love Gen Dog. She performs in the streets of New York, like in the subway tunnel. You know what I'm saying? Like I, she tapped into the live. She was just stepping off a ferry from Staten Island, right? And she starts rapping, like sounding like 1996 duck down, like, boot camp, like, <laughs> Wu-Tang affiliate. It was like, oh my God, like, where is this person from? Like, this is like, I had I heard her in 96, I would have been listening to her my whole life because she was nice, she's nice, you know? So follow I Love Jen Dog, but like, I, I you discover people like that and then you can go find their music and you're like, yo, she is one of the greatest of all time, but because of the world and life and, circumstances or luck or whatever the star alignment you know what i'm saying (laughs) and mercury retrograde and shit (laughs) she's not on tv or on the radio or signed to some huge record label you know and she's a a person you know but i found her man you know what i'm saying i'm like wow amazing amazing mc i love gen dog and then there's there's other people like for example um uh Alexi Alexi is an MC from Iran. Okay? And she's from Iran and in Iran it is illegal for a woman to sing by herself on a stage, right? You can get there's women who have been uh imprisoned for singing. Oh okay? And and Alexi is a rapper, right? So she submitted her lyrics for a lyrical analysis. And the thing is, she raps in Farsi. <laughs> so how am I going to analyze that, right? So I'm like, yo, I appreciate this, but I don't read Farsi, right? I don't read, I don't, I can't read this. And so what she did was she transcribed the Farsi to phonetic words that I could read and make sense of and, and catch the rhymes, Okay. She also did another translation that revealed the metaphors and the similes. It was like an English translation, right? So one is for the meaning, and the phonetic translation was for the sounds. And through that, I was able to determine what she was doing, how many rhymes she had, and all of that. Wow. Um, It was crazy, right? (sighs) And then she posted it, and... um, She had more followers than I do, right? And she still does. She's like, I guess, famous over there or something. I don't know, right? So she posts it and like within an hour or something, I have two to 300 new followers, all from Iran, okay? They don't speak English, but they're DMing me. People are DMing me from Iran. Their lyrics, their music, they want me to analyze it. They never seen anything like this. Um, You know, hip hop is not celebrated there. So the fact that there's someone analyzing, it's crazy. So, so through her, I met this kid named Ali Riza. Okay, Ali Riza is like 12. I don't know. He might be 13 or 14 now. I don't know. But Ali Riza is a rapper from Iran. A kid determined to like get on, and he's nice, right? So he would every time I go live, send me a request to get on and I'm like who is this like I don't know I didn't invite you on you know you're not even commenting you just want to jump on right and so it was a day I don't know I guess I was bored and I just let him in and there's this kid in the street of like in the streets of Iran okay live streaming himself rapping in the street like I don't know what time it was it was night just and you can see the city behind him you can see where he is and it was like wow this is crazy to me because he's rapping his ass off, you know, like from his heart, like, like, uh, like you know when somebody's feeling it. I couldn't understand nothing he was saying, but he was feeling it, and and you feel it because he's feeling it. It was crazy, but um, yeah, man, dude, unexpected things, right? That's so yeah. sick, dude. Yeah, it's wild. It's wild. My
0: cheeks hurt from smiling right now. Yeah, the story yeah, story's so good. <laughs>
1: It's it's crazy, man, and like all these, you know, um, a lot of these types of things have happened. Things that I would never think, you know. Every day is different. Yeah,
0: it must <laughs> must be dope. Like, I'm sure that keeps you going.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know, and that's that's maybe I'm thinking about your business and 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 rap seminar and the parallels. You know, your thing is reliant upon people in real life who are in your city to bring you the work. Right. Right? But I think probably, and this is not, we're not here for a consultation, but I'm sure you could probably make some online footage, you know, like solutions from Rad Dog Bikes and like teach people little things or do like online workshops. Yo, you could make a flyer right? Rad Dog Online Zoom Workshop. How to change your tire. Oh, it's in the works, actually. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm, oh, already? I, okay. I, okay. Went to,
0: I went to Best Buy the other day and I did some research. I've been, I've been thinking about this for years now um, to do like well-made um, how-to videos. There you go. And it's just a matter of time before I, I mean like real soon you know mm-hmm. um make these I, I went to film school for the i didn't finish but oh. right out of high school i went to film school i I have a a passion for for video and film and whatnot um that really was born through bmx skate mm-hmm. videos you know all that Yep. talk about crossover with cultures which i want to talk about the soul bowl in a second but yeah. um but yeah man those videos and i making a YouTube rad dog has a YouTube channel. There's one video on it called TLC. Mm-hmm. It's just this funny, silly video that, that my buddy Chris and I made follow at with W I Z E R B S dudes, a stellar photographer. Oh, and yeah. just Super. Does he do a contract cool. work?
1: Like, could I pay him to come out to a show or something?
0: I think so, man. He's done. Yeah. Like he's working a gig. We had a podcast, uh, episode last year around this time. Mm-hmm. And uh, on his birthday, actually, it was really cool. I just listened to the, listened back to the other day. It was funny. Oh, sweet! It's crazy how things changed so much. is different now. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, he. Uh, I got my head wrapped. Oh yeah, so like we did this video, and uh, I don't know, man. It was just so fun making it, and then people were stoked on it, mm-hmm. and it was just silly for fun. But this like how to kind of like tech technical video. It could still be fun and, and whatever, but like, there's so much bullshit that's out there, honestly, yep. and sifting through all of that nonsense to get to a video that's good. You have to watch like five of them and then be like, okay, finally I found one. Um, You know, I, I want to be, I want to do that and have like these videos and ha- ask people like, yo, what, what do you want to see? And then do the most popular ones first mm-hmm. and then just do it like really well, yep. really, really like as the best that I can do it. Right um yeah man so people can know what's up like i'd love to like i think if you're going to be riding a bike anywhere any type of bike like you should be able to know how to fix your own flat or right you know what's because you don't want to get caught up out there. and it doesn't take much <laughs> yeah it doesn't take much you know so that's yeah mine's different but i feel yeah like there are some similarities that
1: part yeah that that would be dope i i, I would tap into that because i'm a youtuber you know like i'm i'm like i'm always looking for stuff there for answers you know whatever Dude, yeah there's it's gonna be garbage fun. it's like there's so much people bullshit take out there. half an hour to get to the thing it's like <laughs> oh yeah, uh, yeah use this to undo this no it's like mine'll be straight why to why did the it point take half an hour get yeah to i know
0: right it's bullshit but <laughs> but it'll be cool i'm stoked i i actually saw this uh brake bleed video i was like mm. oh man i can't remember i know these brakes are kind of there was like a weird step to them it's been a while since i had to refresh my memory went on there and then found this one um oh, man i gotta i gotta get on there and credit this guy later anyway i found this video that was dope and mm-hmm. the dude was wearing a chesty like a gopro on his chest mm-hmm. and he had another gopro like just on a like on a workbench or something or like a little ladder i think it was getting like a wide shot and he would just toggle back and forth from the chest one to this wide one. And it was well done, super simple, good audio, no yep. bullshit. He's a funny dude, mm-hmm. had a funny accent from like, I think he was Australian or something. So, you know, added to it, but mm-hmm. but he knew what he was doing, super professional, but just really chill. Like you'd be like, oh, this guy would be cool to hang out with, you right, know? Right. And it was uh, really good work. The dude was dope. I was very, he had timestamps. So mm-hmm. I knew exactly where to go in the video for what I needed that. What was that one step? Oh yeah, here it is. Yeah. But I but I went back and watched the whole video just because it was so good. Mm-hmm. And then got me thinking like, dude, I could do that. And there's some areas where I was like, you know, I can improve here. And I've watched it a bunch of times to, to kind of take, you know, what's good and, and what's not or whatever, what I would change, but put my own spin on it. But like, yeah, so good. So I'm excited to do that soon. Anyway, going to the, um, the similarities though, right? Mm-hmm. And I want to talk mm-hmm. about like culture, subcultures, because yeah. hip hop subculture, I mean, uh, you know, b-boys and skating, surfing, BMX, all this. Like I grew up BMXing, you know, and, and skating. And um, there's just so many similarities. And we, we so I'm, I'm coming up with this, uh, there's this, it's called the Soul Bowl, Carolina Skate Park, Father's Day, June 19th um and it's going to be a celebration of skating BMX and hip hop mm. and basically my idea was like it's one love man it's the same language you know there's mm-hmm. we listen to the, the same music we a lot of times dress the same mm-hmm. and like wear the same kicks and like we're all at the same spot there's just the lines are blurred right so often so like non-existence where there's we're just all the same, and and the Carolina Skate Park in particular, it's the longest-standing cement park in town. Mm. It's my personally my favorite place to to ride. One of my favorite places in the world. Of course, I'm biased because it's local, but <laughs> but it is a dope park. And over the years, I've just seen it like so many of us. I've seen it like grow and mature and evolve. And in the beginning, it was really no bikes allowed, super anti-bike, um, which I think is bullshit, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. And, like, fairly recently, like, this place is it's pretty old. I don't know. I want to say it's close to 20 years old or something. Wow. And um, for our past standards, but maybe a couple years ago or, or some. I don't know exactly, but fairly recently, bikes have become allowed. And I didn't know this. Mm. Some local told me, and I was, like, wanting to do a BMX jam. So I was like, yeah, let's do it at Carolina. It'd be the first ever because bikes are actually allowed now. Dope. I talked to the city. They're like, because I just got done doing the Dirty Domingo bike race in Memorial Park and I had to get permits and shit. But they're like, oh, no, skate parks are a fair game. You can just do whatever the fuck you want. Bikes are allowed so just, but but skaters, you can't kick anybody out. Not that I wanted to, but they're just like, they're going to be there too, right? You can do whatever you want, but just everyone's going to be allowed to be there. And I was like, oh man, that kind of sucks because, um, like I I know like being a BMXer and like going to these skate jams and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like I I appreciate it. It was cool, but I felt like I wasn't welcome, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. And then I thought, man, that would suck for for skaters because I know a lot of skaters who do both, you know. Right, right. And uh, that ride and skate or whatnot. And so then that sparked it. I was like, dude, no, let's do like an all inclusive all riders no matter what you could be on a fucking scooter you know i saw these i saw these girls from colorado um shout out to audrey she's actually from el paso and she brought uh she she, they do these quad skates like the old school skates not the inline skates oh yeah 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 and they do like freestyle tricks and stuff oh sweet like i was chilling at a skate park and i was doing a solo session and they just rolled up like four deep and then got out of this car and started shredding on these quad (laughs) skates i was like what the fuck wow I've never seen that before, but like the point being, dude, it's, it, everyone shreds in their own way. Mm-hmm. So that's what the Soul Bowl is going to be about. And, um, yeah. So like music, food, hip hop, like skating, whatever the fuck, scooters, quad skates, Heelys. I don't give a shit. You can mm-hmm. freestyle walk, I don't know, you know, whatever, <laughs> bring it, you know? And at the place where everyone who rides in El Paso, like, I mean, I think it's safe to say everyone's like, Stoked on Carolina. Yeah. It's a safe space for so many of us and we all cherish it. It's a sacred place and it's to celebrate that, you know, that we're all, we're all in this shit together, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, June 19th, Soul Bowl, um, just a, just a chill-ass good day at Carolina. Bring Sweet. whatever you want to bring, you know? Yeah. We'll have some food and drink and I'm looking forward good to times. It. It's gonna be dope. It's yeah. gonna be dope.
1: Mm-hmm. so, that we might have to do a a cipher there pop-up cipher
0: so (laughs) speaking of (laughs) pop-up ciphers um i got some more shit to ask you later on but since we're on it will you analyze something that i wrote
1: of course, yeah, yeah. Like right now, yeah. Okay, let's okay. go, man. Let's go. I didn't bring my notebook, but we're cool. It's super short. All right, and super. Right. Easy.
0: I, I was like, you know what? How cool would it be to just like? I wrote okay. this a long, long time ago.
1: <laughs> Let me see if I need to. I might. Do uh, I need some music tally? behind it? Nah, 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 nah. Let me just take out my notes. Oh, it's uh, this long.
0: Check it out. It's like nothing.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I need to just. I'm gonna. I'm gonna just take notes right here in my little, in my little uh, notes folder okay. on the phone. That oh. way, I can tally a little bit here. <laughs> two, have to get my... two rhymes, dude. Can you count the two? Is it two rhymes? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let me. Um... Okay, so, what what kind of things do you want me to look for? Anything in, in particular? Or I'm
0: just gonna like say just what, for whatever it's, I it's here? not even like a rap. It's more just like a poem or something that I wrote a long time ago that has to do with.
1: Okay. Okay. All oh, right. You
0: tell me. So here it he goes. Mm-hmm. With muddy floors, the season years, of sore backs and ice-cold beers. The trees will shake, the leaves will move, as tires make the bluest grooves. We'll fly and fall, we'll laugh and fight, we'll dig till days turn into nights. Burning palms, shovels in hand, we pour our souls into this land.
1: Okay. That's what I got. Okay, sweet, sweet, I like that. Can you, um, okay. So... Can you go one more time? One sure. One more time, real quick. With I, I want to just double check the rhyme count, real quick.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'll try to wrap it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> put a beat on. Let's go. All right. Uh,
0: okay. Let's uh, let's put this. Uh, what is it? The Passion Hi Fi. I'll try to do it to that intro All right, music. Let's Break go. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I wouldn't do this with just anybody. I gotta say, only because it's, oh, it it's it's R- yeah because right it's here. Rob Nice, it's Professor Rob Nice, is, you know, in the house. Here we go. All right. Uh-huh. Yo, you feeling it?
1: Let's go You feeling
0: it? Check
1: What? <laughs> what? 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 Come on. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. With muddy floors, the season nears The backs and ice-cold beers The trees will shake, the leaves will move As tires make the bluest grooves Fly and fall, we'll laugh and fight We'll dig till days turn into nights With burning palms, shovels in hand We pour our souls into this land. Feel it?
1: Yeah, sweet. Yo, that's (laughs) crazy. Uh, Let me see something here.
0: I'm sweating, dude.
1: (laughs) Wow, I got the same exact rhyme rhyme count both times. Dope. That is wild. So that means the first time I heard it, I got it right. So I found um, six obvious rhymes right here. Six stressed rhymes, right? Um... There was some internal rhyming in there. You had multiple schemes, rhyme schemes.
0: What does all this mean? I have no idea what you're okay, talking
1: about. Okay, so you're rhyming at the end of the line, but it also sounded like you were rhyming in the middle of lines. Oh, right? okay. So internal rhyme is like when you're rhyming in the middle of a line, and then the end rhyme is at the, the last word of the line. Oh. Rhymes with something after. I right? got gotcha. you. Yeah. I got
0: gotcha. you. Like where I say the trees will shake, the leaves will move, what tires make the bluest right. grooves like there that there you go that yes make part is the, the internal rhyme internal yep and the external's like the the yeah. ending of it
1: the uh, the end rhyme is the last word in the line
0: and that's is that called what kind of that rhyme that would be if it, is, it has that's a an rhyme, obvious rhyme
1: i i say uh, obvious or stressed rhymes like to mean the ones that are the most identifiable mm. sometimes there's also rhyming with what is known as like the connective tissue which is like it and 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 the little tiny words it's not like obvious stressed rhymes right the stressed rhymes are the most obvious ones that you can hear uh without like reading and sitting and like really studying it you know so um so if it was uh what was it six rhymes what was it like how many lines was that
0: uh what would you consider a line or should I say a bar?
1: When do you stop? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Did I just spit bars? What? Did I?
1: You had some bars. Man. I had some bars, dude. I feel. Um, I feel like. Uh... How many bars is that? <laughs> I.
0: I don't know. What is a bar though? So,
1: so, so you probably have about two rhymes per bar, in that. <sighs> maybe, maybe, maybe four, depending on how long the bar is. Right? I got
0: to say this feels really cool. <laughs> okay.
1: So so you're, you're, you, know I mean? you're, you 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 know, I mean, you on your way, you know what I'm saying? Now, all of those um. rhymes are um assonance rhymes. So, assonance rhyme is anytime you rhyme with a e i o or u sounds, right? Um as opposed to a consonant rhyme, which is when you rhyme with consonants, right? Um so there's that. So, th- th- there was more to it than just the rhymes um it okay, I gotta hear it one more time for this okay. technique now. You want me to rap or technique. just say it? Either way is fine. <laughs> um, I might listen to if there's any multisyllables too, because you may have had some in there, but I'm gonna go for technique right now and what type of literary things I'm finding.
0: Okay, well, and it, I'm gonna put the music on because I feel like I said it differently.
1: Okay, okay, yeah, put the that. music on. Yeah, let's, let's vibe out. <laughs> let's get it. <laughs>
0: I'm gonna have to change the rad handle. rad dog
1: mixtape. No, it's <laughs> fine. <laughs> rad Rizza. What? I'm gonna yep. change the
0: handle to Rad Rizza. There it is. <laughs> rad Dizzle Rizzle. Mm-hmm. All right. Wu Tang. Bout- <laughs> so my actually my my gravel bike uh, is uh, called Ghostface Pasta Killer. Wow. Yeah, I love it. True story. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> uh, wild. Yeah. Okay,
1: we're gonna have to tell Ghostface that. <laughs>
0: All right, I forgot where I jumped in, but here we go. With muddy floors, the season nears, sore backs and ice-cold beers. The trees will shake, the leaves will move as tires make the bluest grooves. We'll fly and fall, we'll laugh and fight. We'll dig till days turn into nights. Burning palms, shovels in hand, we'll pour our souls into this land. Uh,
1: uh. (laughs) (laughs) oh man okay so um poor souls into this land all right so a lot of imagery i would say every line has some type of an image um you have like muddy you refer to the seasons there's imagery of like beer trees day turning to night um, and then you have this real cool um, metaphorical image of pouring souls into... Pour.
0: Yeah, we pour our souls into this
1: land. Into this land, pouring souls into the land. That's a really cool metaphor because you can't... So you're saying like a soul is a liquid that can be poured, right? Um, and that's pretty a pretty cool image because a soul has no shape or form, but we all understand what pouring something looks like, right? So now you've given shape to something that has no shape or form, right? So that's pretty sweet. Um so then um it it felt like uh the theme, if I would if I would say that there was a theme um it, you know, there's something it kind of reminded me of like a summer night. You know, like I'm I'm kicking it I'm in this land, I'm from this place. Um there's some nostalgia in it, you know. Um I feel like I'm reaching here. Let me hear it one more time, and I'm going to pinpoint it right now. <laughs> All right. Gonna... This is it. This is the last round.
0: <laughs> I can tell you what it's about after this if you'd like.
1: No, no. I'm going to try to catch it right now.
0: All right. I'll give you a hint. You no, don't a hint? give me any no hints. hints. No okay, hints. Okay. No hints.
1: I, I don't like to watch previews. I like to figure figure <laughs> oh, shit out. Oh, I love out. previews. You, do you? dog. Nah. Yeah. If, if I, I show up to preview. the previews, I'm like, fuck. If I see a preview, I know what the whole movie. It's like... I'm sick with it. My wife doesn't even like, she knows like don't show him the previews because he'll know the whole movie and it's, it's horrible. I, 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 the literature professor is like embedded in me. The preview gives it all away. I know the end already. All right, so go ahead, go ahead.
0: <laughs> with muddy floors, the season nears. Sore backs and ice cold beers. The trees will shake, the leaves will move. As tires make the bluest grooves. We'll fly and fall. We'll laugh and fight. We'll dig till days turn into nights. Burning palms, shovels in hand, we pour our souls into this
1: land. Okay, so there's only one part that threw me off. However, to me, it feels like we're getting into... <laughs> I I almost feel like it's so obvious I don't want to say it because <laughs> I might be wrong, you know? But, like, we're getting into, like... <laughs> and... Every time I do, it's like a tarot card reading because I don't know if I'm right and I'm feeling, I'm looking at the clues and what is it telling me. But, but guess it, what it I'm feels talking like about. <laughs> we're getting ready for bike race season or for something related to um, shovels, right? So maybe we are creating a track. Maybe it has to do with creating a path, which is very metaphorical. Um, you know, the, you refer to the weather you refer to like tires almost like tires making grooves in a path right um yep. did you say the word muddled
0: uh no with muddy floors the season nears
1: so, muddy floors, right? So, like, what is it like...
0: Oh, floors. Uh, I mean, really, it's ground.
1: Ground, but, right? You know, so, the floor, since you said floor, floor is an inside thing. So it Yeah, could my bad. I should, it. But if I you should said change it to, to earth ground. Or ground, that's mud- fine. Yeah, muddy earth. But I right. kind of felt it because you said muddy, right? So, like... Um, so, I
0: didn't see... I didn't. That's just me not knowing the difference between a floor and ground right. and all that.
1: So and that's the tricky part when you're analyzing because sometimes you don't know if the writer knew what they wrote. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I didn't know. Yeah, I'm stupid. um, But nah, man, it's still dope. I still got it. You know, like so. I do feel like there is some um, love of what's happening. There is some. um, It's almost like a religious thing. This preparation, this this anticipation for either a race or getting ready for a race or preparing a track or something along those lines. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, right. and this relationship to the earth, right? You mentioned the seasons like a haiku in a haiku. You mention a season and you don't say the season, but you would say like mud or water or, and if it's, if it's a muddy time and a, it might be August, it might be like monsoon season or the rainy season in, in the desert. Um, and so that's where I'm at. The, the the part that threw me off with the shovel part, but thinking, well, maybe they're creating ramps or they're like, you know, making sure the path is, is precise or, or something along that nature, you know? Um, you're absolutely right, dude. Yeah. That's exactly what
0: you're on. Yeah? Yeah. Like, so my passion, what I grew up doing was building with shovels. Uh, all day long, rain or shine, building dirt jumps, you know. There we go. With, for my for our BMX bikes when okay. we were kids mm-hmm. with the, some of my the best friends I still have mm. today. And, ah. and I still travel there we to go. certain parts of the country that have these hidden tracks, I guess you could call mm. it. Okay. Hidden, like, areas uh, in the woods where they're not allowed to be or whatever. And so they're kind of sex like secretive. It's kind of like secret handshake mm-hmm. type of stuff. It's mm-hmm. a subculture and within a subculture right. of BMX the trail scene is what they call it. Um, So it, yeah. And I used to, I moved to, when I wrote this, it was right before I moved to Illinois, right outside of Chicago Mm -hmm. um, with some dudes that I met with a friend who was, who was here in El Paso and was moving back home. And he's like, dude, we have like actual dirt in these woods. And he, and he showed me like what they had. And I was like, yo, like, wow. Damn. And at that time, art, we didn't have any spots here in El Paso they got you know our spots get plowed because for this reason or that Mm -hmm. reason and Mm -hmm. and um he goes yeah not only that but every year we drop what we're doing when we get the call and we go out to uh allentown which is for those bmx's out there know what's up with posh posh is like uh this set of trails that's like 20 something years old Mm. it's still going strong and it's like like what pipeline is for surfers what uh you know whatever um it's like the mecca so it's the motherland Mm. and at that time they they just wouldn't let anybody there they were really protected now there's insurance and it's like it's protected and people can go and ride and stuff um there's an instagram and shit but back then it was not Mm -hmm. not the case you know it was very underground so I wrote this in preparation, like the night before I left El Paso to basically do my pilgrimage to this like trails. Oh, sweet! Thing. Okay. Um, and I sent it to my homie, and he was like, "Dude, that's that's sick." I don't know; it just kind of came out, but it means that to me, man, and to so many people mm-hmm. that that know what's up with riding trails. And it's crazy—you just you got it absolutely sweet. right.
1: Yeah, there was some nostalgia there. Some, um, you could hear the love for whatever it is, for that the passion for whatever it is. Especially when you're saying we poured our soul into, oh, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like that's like you know you gave it your all. You did. You did. You left yourself behind there. You know. And
0: well, dude, we would ride. We would. We uh, would. We would dig every every waking mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and because it it takes a lot of work to keep yeah. these types of things. You know. Rain or or something to come and just like destroy them and you got to go out there and yep. just fix everything yep. for like a whole week or whatever just to get like one session in you know mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it was worth every every shovel. That's sweet.
1: You did say we, and that's I don't know if I did I say there's a group of people. Yeah, like, I did. Yeah, okay, okay.
0: Some of the best days of my life were spent in just digging that's in crazy. the woods or like yeah. in the desert with wow. a handful of homies or alone, dude. You know, mm-hmm. I used to have a set of jumps right next to. My mom's house back in the day, and so I like I would wake up seven in the morning, go out there for an hour or two like right mm-hmm. before I go to work, work all day long, come back, do it some more, and then pop the lights on and get you know an wow. hour in and then just do it over and over and over and over again, crazy hard work, but it's beautiful. <laughs> and that's, dude, you picked up on yeah. all that not knowing. That's nice. impressive, dude. Yeah.
1: You, and you surprised me, man. You didn't even tell me. <laughs> I, I,
0: I didn't. I know. I didn't want to. I was nah, like, he's going to trip out on this. I've
1: been, I've been <laughs> training the ear and that's what that is, you know? And I think the better I get at it, I'll only need him to read it uh, you know, once or twice, maybe twice. Right. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get it off of one listen, but it's nearly impossible. It's kind of like, a one-man band like someone playing sax while also playing drums and then <laughs> bass or right. something like that you, Like it's listen like, to the whole song first do, yeah 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 right In film
0: school they taught us that like when you watch a movie or you watch a piece of mm-hmm. a film you know you watch a, a project or whatever um the first time they're like just take it in yeah just, just take it in however it is. hits you right. enjoy it feel mm-hmm. it don't worry about anything just take it and like you said you just what pops out to you, whatever you could think about that afterwards, make mental notes, what have you. But then there's, I forget exactly what, but there was like a three watch protocol or whatever. Okay. And, uh, I don't know the details of the other two, but that's how it was. You watch it first. I remember the first one was just strictly for whatever, whatever it was, whatever you were feeling. Yeah. So there's something to it, man. I think maybe that's like a, I don't know what that is, but it makes sense.
1: Yeah. Um, Oh, you just reminded me of something that, the that I used to teach was the writing process what's a process right so there's a process for listening you know <laughs> if, and sometimes I paying don't paying attention you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm learning is that I have to go through the process you know but yeah man
0: it's dope man you're good at what to do man it's, it's fun is. thank so, you thank you S- it speaking took me of... 20 years <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! So I got my little notebook here. I want to see what what else I wanted yeah, to touch go, on. Man. Yeah, let's man. Let's go. I
1: feel like we it's a long like we've been talking, but we haven't even scratched the surface. I haven't talked to you about the hip hop school that I'm co owner of now. I didn't talk to you about Harvard. That. No, not no. I wish I did go to Harvard to speak, but I'm I'm co owner of a, a, a lyricism school called Pendulum Inc. What? And it's run by two very prominent MCs who are the founders, Mickey Fax and Chilla Jones. Chilla Jones is a champion uh, battle rapper. Um, And Comic Book Cam is a co-owner and Rhymecology is another co-owner. And together we're working on this school. We have 60 students who are all um, aspiring MCs at different stages in their lyrical life. Some are just starting, some are intermediate, some are like pretty much damn near expert if not expert already but still just wanting to for example learn the names of certain techniques right so this hip-hop school has been crazy and that's something i would definitely talk to you about if you want to talk absolutely man um so let me tell you what's wild is that i got in as again not knowing how i would ever use my education right i analyzed this rapper's lyrics okay mickey fax he was in i don't want to call it a battle but he was in he had i don't even want to call it beef it was like a competitive thing going on with some other mcs lupe fiasco and royce the five nine okay so mickey fax is very good friends with lupe fiasco um and lupe had a show a podcast i believe with royce the five nine and these guys, they were sort of being friendly, competitive, and playful, competitive. And then somewhere along the lines, it became serious, right? And this guy, uh, Royce the 5'9", drops a track that's pretty disrespectful. People don't hear that it's disrespect, but it's pretty disrespectful if you listen to it. So then Lupe Fiasco dropped a freestyle that just, like, annihilated. It was just, like, crazy, like, crazy, Right at at Royce the 59, right? And then and then Royce and Mickey Fax, I don't know I'm going through the whole thing. They they have they're like, well, you know, Royce says, "You're not checking boxes to Mickey Fax," meaning you're good, but you're not checking boxes. You're 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 not that good, so to speak, right? So so Mickey Fax drops a track. Okay? And and People are debating in the chats, right? They're debating in the comments. Who won? Who won the battle? Who had the the most whatevers, right? So I said, you know what? I'm gonna do the math to this, and I analyzed all three songs. It was like over 300 bars. It was crazy. <laughs> You're reffing. I, I had to. I had to get the stats, man. And <laughs> no, so, it's cool, that's cool. And so I contacted all of them. I said, yo, I got the stats. Okay. And I sent them all their stats. And the person who responded to me was Mickey Fax. And he responded with something like, oh, you, you didn't catch the quadruple entendres though. <laughs> you didn't. Where's my quadruples, you know? And I'm like, oh shit. Like this guy's into it. Like he's paying attention, right? So um, I presented my, my findings. I put it on YouTube. I put it online. Mickey Fax loves it, right? And uh, there's things that happen behind the scenes that I learned later. But Mickey Fax loved it. Uh, I think Royce the Five Nine did not love it, right? Because the stats clearly favored Mickey Fax. Like the stats showed that Mickey did more stuff, right? So long story short, um, months go by. Mickey Fax re- reaches out to me Yo, I'm starting a rap school. I need you to do the diplomas. I want to do diplomas and I I do some print work with los dos. Okay. Oh yeah. So, so I'm like, yeah, I got you. I can design that. I got you. You know what I mean? I got my Adobe skills or whatever. So (laughs) we're doing that next thing, you know, um, he's like, well, you're an English teacher, right? Like you taught English and and literature and creative writing. Well, I, I want to run some rap techniques by you and see if they are literary techniques. So we had meetings, and we met, and I was consulting. I consulted, and I helped him with his lexicon, with his curriculum. And then next thing you know, they want me to be the curriculum editor, right? So I'm editing the curriculum now. Um, Next thing you know, like, I'm planning the whole school with them, um, and I end up getting some ownership, you know, which is really cool, right? Like, I'm part owner now. So... Next um, year is going to be ridiculous, but this year is ridiculous. Let me tell you why. And I, I feel like I'm going on and on. No, 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 But we're I good. haven't even got to it No, oh, dude, we're so good. I'm I've working. had like a
0: fucking three-hour episode okay, one time, okay, so don't okay. worry about
1: it. And you can edit this, right? You I edit. don't
0: give a, No, it's all going on. I don't give a fuck okay, what right. people think. This so, is cool. So, yo,
1: Mickey Fax, I'm, I'm co-owner of this thing, right? And it turns out this guy knows, um, like, every rapper, okay so we have guest teachers legendary guest teachers one a month all right not only is mickey fax like he won a grammy this year he wrote on the kanye west album so he won a freaking grammy this year right i didn't even know he was up for a grammy and one day he's like yo so i won a grammy last night and it's like (laughs) whoa whoa you won a grammy i thought he was joking right so um so mickey fax he knows a bunch of mcs right and so does chilla jones who is like i said a battle rap champion um so for example so the legendary artists the first one we had was inspected deck from the wu-tang right the second put that on. uh yeah the second legendary artist was fonte from little brother and uh which is ridiculous because he's a brilliant writer we have master ace coming next from the juice crew right master ace then we have um you got dogs in the neighborhood <laughs> we got uh rad master dogs to ace yep <laughs> we got chino xl i don't know if you know chino xl crazy lyricist um method man from the wu-tang who's that that's some guy <laughs> he's some guy he's gonna be a guest teacher um what, dude? we yeah. have saw rock who is uh an amazing MC. She's like super ill, very like prolific rapper. Um I think uh 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 what was the other one? Shay Noir, who's from Buffalo. She is she's a beast on the mic, like crazy, right? So we have these legendary um guest artists coming through and people can drop into classes so like if you wanted to go to uh the method man class you can drop in and he's going to talk about his unique writing style how he does it his process and then q a so people in the audience will be able to ask method man some questions right um so it is fire it's so it's so ill it's all online um you can take a battle rap class with chilla jones you could take um uh, content creation with comic book cam he's this rapper who goes viral like all the time right like without even wanting to go viral he goes viral right so content creation with cam he teaches rap theory uh mickey fax and chilla jones both teach advanced techniques so it's like the techniques that the supreme lyricists use like the, the lyricist lyricist right yeah. but these guys have done the math on it and have coined, like named the techniques, right? So that you can now identify it and replicate it, okay? In your own raps. Um, some techniques are invented, that they invented and uh, that they use in their songs and in their battles and, and all of that. And then um, I'll be teaching next, in the summer, actually, I'm gonna teach summer school. I'm gonna be doing creative writing. We'll be. I'm gonna do an ear training class. We're going to do, um, I'm going to talk about fiction, cr- cr- like character creation, things from the literary world that MCs will benefit from, right? And this is so, all part of that same school. Pendulum Inc., yeah, yeah. Pendulum, Pendulum Inc., yep. All together. crazy. Is yeah. it, does it have an Instagram? Where Pendulum Inc., ink, like INK, like the ink of a pen, you know? Cool. And it's online www.pendulumink.com. You could get drop in to any Spell class. Spell it out for people like me. Pendulum, know. Pendulum, Pendulum Inc. P E N, P E N D U L U M I N K. So there it is. Dot com. Right. We're on IG too. So, so that's very exciting. That's and it's, huge, it's dude. It's very huge. And uh, once, so we got like 60 students. But next year is going to be insane. After we have all the footage from this year. We haven't promoted. We've spent thirty dollars on promotion, which is so it's all off of like our own networks, right. right? Like these this little cohort of sixty, but it's been amazing. Like the MCs, they're gonna have we're gonna have an in person graduation in Atlanta where Bun B, Bun B from UGK is the commencement speaker. Um, they call him Uncle Bun, right? Google Bun B. You know what I'm I, saying? I feel like I'm just it's, like. Uh, it's I don't know
0: I'm feeling the vibe more than the name because like, I, I again I don't know but I mean I know like Method Man like Lipid look at my eyes you know what, I, that's what I'm feeling. Like, I'm feeling you I'm, I'm feeling like, you I'm like this is exciting stuff it's
1: wild it's wild and I, I just I can't believe it's real you know um, <laughs> when they were like yeah inspect the Deck like I'm a Wu-Tang fanatic and they're like yeah you're gonna host the inspect the Deck talk and I'm like okay and I'm trying to keep it cool like this is my favorite rapper of all time you know, and I'm like, so, uh, respect the deck. Um, tell us about your writing process. You know, and I'm trying to, like, be professional with my guy, you know. But really, I'm like, you know, like, what did you mean by this? You know, and like, what do you mean this? And how did you do that? And, like, trying not to sweat him, you know what I mean? But it's, it's, it's a dream. And I think that it's going to really, it's gonna really really catch on pretty soon. That's dope, You know, dude. we're trying to get a brick and mortar somewhere. Um, there's talk of a lot of things, man. I, I, most of it I can't speak on right now, but it's insane. It's insane. I'm yeah. so,
0: yeah. um, uh, legit, like sincerely just stoked for you and yeah. for everyone who's going to be a part of it. Students like all of it, dude.
1: So here's what I've realized, right? Like the whole Instagram, like my rap seminar thing. All of that stuff, yeah, I'm servicing customers and MCs who, and I might help promote them and I, there's little things I do to promote people and little packages and there's that function, but it's also a resume, right? Like everything you see there, I created it, right? So so now you know I could do these things, Right? So 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 this and I'm I'm speaking about me but I'm not speaking about me, right? So like someone arrives at the page and you don't know who is going to arrive at the page. It might be Method Man. It might be this record label. It might be a brand. It might be genius, right? Rap genius or like whatever, right? It might be um Double XL magazine or some big platform right so like i'm really seeing rap seminar as like preparation for something beyond it right like oh yeah um and so maybe yeah i'm like open to all the options you know what i'm saying and it's more of like a stomping ground like look at all the shit that we could do here right these are my skill sets you know what i mean and who, who knows what could happen like i met mickey fax through that and i and i got this rap school thing happening now right and Dude. had i not done all the work leading up to it this wouldn't have i would not have been ready to be in that position so to speak right so i think like a lot of this that we're doing is like preparing ourselves for things that are yet to happen mm-hmm. you know and and positioning ourselves for the opportunities you know what i'm saying because i can imagine cannondale reaching out to you for something you know i can imagine some brand that makes like these this bike lube that you use all the time sponsoring you you know what i'm saying or whoever made this bike stand like you might get a sponsorship from these people you know what i'm saying you you might need three brands you know what i'm saying kick you a thousand dollars a month <laughs> you know what i'm saying
0: well what happened recently it's funny you say that um just the day before yesterday i get this random message hmm. uh this guy from austin he's in town he's a bike rep okay and i won't say who or what i mean it doesn't really matter but he's a he reps some brands and he was cruising around looking at all the bike shops um and uh he was like to one of his homies in austin who knows what's up with el paso she's like yo you got to reach out to shout out to to my homie paul hansen at dropping clowns on instagram uh he's always posting he used to be like a park ranger and stuff so he's always posting like stuff in the mountains and just he's like stoked on el paso he's always out and about putting content it's fun stuff he's like she's like oh go look for this dude um find this dude so then he finds him this rep finds my homie paul and then It's like, oh, this dude, I wonder what shop this guy's affiliated with. Cause he obviously rides bikes and stuff, and then he finds me because he's the homie. He actually made that thing that's right behind you, that wooden rad dog thing. Yeah, it's sick. He does woodwork, it's pretty cool. And um
1: Who did your logo, by the way?
0: I drew it. Nice. Thanks. So uh so then yeah, dude, this guy like just kind of finds me through this like, you know, kinda just finds me. Um we go out to lunch we have some tacos and share a beer and we just talk for hours just like get to know each other and and he was like yo like i just wanted to to tell you more than anything like i see you Mm -hmm. i see what you're doing you're putting on these races you're you're out there in the trenches you're you're connecting with the community and it's coming from a real place you can tell like and yeah you don't it's just you and you don't have like a big ass shop And you're not these other guys But he's like You're doing some shit That's That's um, You're doing work Oh yeah And respect You know yeah. Like basically that was You just wanted to give me props And and just meet me and see And then at the end Of the conversation It's like how can we Help each other out And we had that conversation And that was that But more than anything It just felt Really cool for somebody To actually reach out And be like Yo Dude Like high five You know I'm you, like Thank you, you man like, thank believe. you so much
1: you wouldn't believe probably who knows about your page right or your brand and i ain't trying to right? be like oh
0: you know what i'm saying nah, like, it's not like nah, that it's not about that i've reached out to in the beginning i reached out to so many people so many bike companies and i got so many doors shut in my face yo yeah like, so many yo few solicitation people Solicitation
1: rarely works <sighs> oh
0: my god but i had to do it right i had to you hustle. know what the
1: best is what someone who is in their ear speaking on your behalf That's the best. So you might not need to know the head dude or the head woman or the head they. But if you know someone who knows them and that can say good things on your behalf, dude, that is gold right there.
0: It was cool, man.
1: There's a lot of, I've been put in position because of someone who knows me that I do something, you know, and they, boom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, And, you know, we
0: got to eat. And there's times, you know, like you follow your passion, your art. You're like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm gonna right. just. I don't care what the odds are. I don't care what people think or say yeah. or what they might or whatever yeah. the fuck. It's like I feel like I need to do this and I need to see this out. That's mm-hmm. just that's just all there is to it, and it, and it's from a real place in the in a place of love and passion.
1: And you can't you can't deny your calling, right? Like bicycling is your life, man.
0: Well, I I'm careful to identify my myself with any one thing. It's a, definitely a big part of who what makes me who I am. Mm-hmm. But I'm so much more in a person than that. And I've learned that recently. Um, I had cycling taken away from me for a few years. Wow. I had some health issues, and then yeah. I ended up getting like a little heart surgery. To mm. it turns out it was it was more mental than anything else, honestly. Wow. But I have it back now. Mm-hmm. And like in that period, it was like fuck. I don't have cycling and it it tore me apart and i had to ask myself who am i without bikes you know wow it was that's a crazy deep. it was deep dude that's i won't deep. get too crazy into it nah, but it was but deep
1: that's that's like questioning you know like yourself like, like what if you go deaf to self like yeah
0: like you know what i'm saying like what if i god forbid yeah but, you know then what
1: yeah i can't do my analysis like that
0: hip-hop's gone i, I mean my, not hip-hop's gone but like yeah. but listening to music like if you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying like if you have. Oh, dog. Like that. I have what the fuck? so many
1: <laughs> hustles and not enough time to. Like, I had so many ideas and not enough time to do them. I feel like, um, man, I hope that never happens to me, but I often think about it. Like, I'll think about what if I lose something that I need to do this thing, right? Like, um, what would suck? Like, I had surgery on my eyelid. And my shit was like this. And whenever you have any kind of surgery, you are bound to think about what if it goes wrong, what if this, what if that, you know? And I was I was like, yo, what if my eye is like fucked up, you know, after this? And okay. I you know, and then, wow, then I only have one eye and then what what is some shit, something happens to that eye? How am I gonna analyze lyrics? You know, like
0: you figure it out though dude, It's like right? fuck Yeah but it's like yeah, Exactly yeah, Exactly
1: But there, there, It's like
0: You keep Bob, going dog. Bob
1: Marley When one door is closed Another one opens Absolutely You know what I'm saying Absolutely Or Brother Lynch hung Brother Lynch Lose a hoe Gain a hoe <laughs> Either way However you want to look at it Amen <laughs> You know what I mean? Like yeah, I shit.
0: <laughs>
1: oh. I saw some kids. I went to speak at Harvard and I had a workshop there. Oh
0: yeah, that's on my list, dude. I wanted to ask you about Harvard. What was up with Harvard?
1: Oh, it was beautiful, man. I got a chance to talk about what I do at Rap Seminar. And um it was great. And they had these kids performing. And um it was a it's a deaf um dance troupe. Believe it or not. And Oh my God! It was amazing. I saw the sign language. They were doing sign language, dude. It was. It was all choreographed.
0: I had no idea they were deaf.
1: Um. Yes, and it was like, whoa! I don't know how they do it. I don't know the science of it, but they were dancing. They were um rapping like with their hands. You know, they had there was a translator who would say what they were. It was all choreographed. It was beautiful. It was so cool, you know. And, spin and then, bars with their hands. Then there that, was that's another so group. Cool. There was another group of youngsters there too, um, and they, the young prodigies, is their name, and they were like, oh man, they dance, they rap, they do everything. And then the the groups merged, and it was it was so cool to see them all like dancing together and. Every, they had everybody in the whole place getting down, man. Everybody the video, the dancing. video
0: was wild. Yeah, they're like jumping on chairs and shit. Like, jumping yeah. on chairs, <laughs> dude, was it was. They're like raw, in the crowd, raw
1: energy, like that youthful energy, you know. <sighs> and and hip hop was created by kids. People don't know that. Like the 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 graffiti, the breakdancing, like those were kids doing that who were like twelve and thirteen years old. You know what I'm saying? According to KRS One, the teacher, you know. Um, and so those, it was children that created this culture that has gone to every corner of the earth in some way, shape or form, you know, anywhere you go, you're going to find a element of hip hop somewhere there, you know, even in, even out in the desert out here, you'll find somebody tagged. (laughs) <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Or you'll find a sticker on some random thing out in the desert. You're like, "What the what?" Like, hip hop, my son is 7 and he'll be like, "Look, dad, graffiti." You know, look at that. Look at that one. And 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 he'll be like I <laughs> he saw an a document with a signature on it and he was like, "Graffiti, look at that. They tagged it." <laughs> and I was like, "Nah, that's a signature." You know?
0: But it, and mean, he's like what's the difference like, right
1: you know and i, I had i'm like what is the difference and i said well i think it's graffiti when the signature is on public property <laughs> <laughs> you know it's on the side of a bus or on a stop sign you know that that's a tag you know what i mean <laughs> um but it's fun explaining things to kids
0: oh it is dude absolutely i have a seven-year-old daughter and a five-year-old son and man they keep me on my toes and just remind me so yep. much yep, of what's important and just fuck man yeah it's good kids kids are the shit dude your kid speaking of mm-hmm. the uh it's was like not long ago i jumped on the live and saw little junior his name's rob too right yeah he, he was he, yeah. <laughs> he was out he was uh analyzing lyrics right there with you yep i thought that was so dope man yeah. that was that was awesome
1: That was so much fun because he likes to rap and um, I want to get him I want to get him some experience like listening. He loves to talk. He loves to output, output, right? And I'm like that. We're both Leos. We're born um, two days apart. You know what I'm saying? Fourth? He's the fourth. Yeah, four. Three days apart or something like that. He was almost born on my birthday but he's selfish. He's like, I want my own birthday. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So... I want him to, just like I'm practicing listening, I want him to practice listening, too, um, and get a little head start, you know, and immerse him in it. And it, he was really impressive because he caught stuff I didn't catch. There was one guy, he wrote about his raps are like uh, like a flame and the wind taking the flame and making it grow. And then my kid connected it to the fires in New Mexico. He was like, "Oh wow, that's a rhyme. That's a good rhyme because there's fires in New Mexico, you know." And it's it it it's it's the same thing, you know. And and uh, I was like, "Yo, word!" And then the guy's like, "Yeah, man, it's it's a current affairs raps raps about current affairs."
0: Oh, he was like, he hit what it on the, the fuck? so he got it. Yeah, my little
1: guy, man. It's you can see it. It's on the um, it's on there. Yeah, I saved it.
0: That's sick. Yeah, he caught on to some like uh yeah it was impressive man like he was actually into it and yeah. you know like and then the support that that the mcs were like yo like yeah homie's killing it that like was that cool. was cool it was that oh, was
1: cool yeah i want to i want to do that more with him if, if he wants
0: and as a father dude as a father of a, little kids that are a similar age and stuff um it was just like a whole nother element to it just mm-hmm. seeing like a dad and and oh, his yeah. son like doing sharing this thing it was cool man respect man But so much love for 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 the dads and moms and mm-hmm. kids Your kids and ride bikes and, too? Huh? Yeah, yeah, they do. They love it. It's dope. As a matter of fact, um, just uh, last weekend we went to uh, <clears throat> we went to grandma's house, my grandmother's house, their great grandmother, and uh, wow. we go every Sunday, you know, for like family barbecue, hang out, go say what's up.
1: Very El Paso thing too. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's dope. I hadn't done it for a long time, and then we've been pretty good about it for a while now. Every Sunday, like clockwork. But um, I we I forget what we did, but we had the bikes with us. They were in the in the whip, Mm -hmm. and I had my BMX, and they had their little bikes in there. And one of the cousins, because bunch of I grabbed bunch of cousins dude, They're running around and shit. Like they, we're gonna go see the cousins. Fuck yeah, you know they get Mm -hmm. stoked. And one of them was like, "Yo, you guys got bikes?" Mm -hmm. They're like, "Yeah, we got bikes in the van." They're like, "He's like, can I can I ride a (laughs) bit?" One of them like yeah you know how to ride he's like no Whoa. what and so my little son you know his cousin's older this cousin he's like i don't know maybe like nine or something maybe oh, i don't know mm-hmm. and he goes my son's five And he goes well come on i could teach you so they go out there i get them set up on the bikes and i just kind of take a step back and my little dude's just there man like giving them tips and just you know i go yeah, in school. every now and then to whatever you know add to it or whatever but like mostly it was there's just them and dude that like probably i don't know maybe half an hour later or so homies riding like up and down the street no and he was so i mean something flipped Mm. like how can it not right learning how to ride a bike no training was your your world just changes that freedom Mm -hmm. that just like i'm doing it you know the bravery that it takes to to just keep going even though you feel like you're gonna eat shit
1: mm-hmm. and i
0: told him i told him look the key to it is if you're falling one way turn into that direction mm. don't turn away from it you got to turn into it you fall into the right turn those bars to the right and they'll pick you back up mm-hmm. it feels like it's it's the wrong thing to do yeah 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 but that's that's the trick he's like Fuck. and so yeah he got it and it was uh it was a special moment man and and next you know all the other cousins came out they i'm over here like Pumping up tires and fucking like straightening out handlebars and (laughs) taking cobwebs off of spokes and stuff and and I have this little video man and they're all ripping up and down the street and remind me because I grew up in my grandmother's house Mm -hmm. and started riding BMX with some of the neighbor kids in the cul-de-sac and like my homie Nick he's the oldest that's the oldest friendship that I have is with my friend Nick Mm -hmm. who his mom still lives in that cul-de-sac wow and I sent him a video he's like oh man I'm he's like oh fuck, i want my mom to come out just like <laughs> <laughs> you know it's just like full circle shit it was yeah. cool man it was cool
1: man i remember those days as a youngster like riding around the neighborhood with bikes with the homies and exactly like, you know it's kind of what a critical mass feels like for me today i haven't done one forever but like when you're just there's something about that that little camaraderie that's there not little but that camaraderie that's there and uh yeah, we used to in Arizona when I was like middle school era, me and my little homies, my Palestinian homies, we would we would ride bikes around the neighborhood and get into trouble. We would go to this spot called Fun Services with the stink bombs and like the the gum that would like turn your tongue blue, you know, and the little uh the gag gifts, you know, and they had costumes. So we would go to Fun Services and get stink bombs. Um there were some other ones that would you would like in a little bag and you would like pop this bubble, and throw it and it would make this loud pop sound. It would like bust the bag. Oh, I remember those. You know, yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, we would do that and like pray, you know, prank people and knock on their door and take some <laughs> uh, stink bombs. You know what I'm saying? And oh yeah, we did like, that shit too. Right off and like that. Those are the good old days, you know, where it's like it's good to to have that. As, for some reason, I don't know why, but there was some freedom in that. Um, freedom in that era, you know, and and just hanging out with your little buddies or whoever.
0: That's what it is, man. You it's know? freedom. It's uh, adventure. You know, it's it's yeah, my that's mom. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom was a single mom for a long time. Five kids. I'm the oldest of five, and oh, I was wow. like, "Yo, mom, how how did you do it?" She's like, "I I mean, I had no choice. Yeah, I just had to trust that you guys were good. Mm-hmm. Would figure it out." Yeah, I was outnumbered by a lot. You and know, it's and, crazy, man. And it was just like, uh, yeah, it was crazy, dude. It was crazy, but it was so fun, man. Just like rolling around. once we got bikes, I was just, I was gone, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. gone, man. It was dope. Yep, I still am. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yo. So let's see, let's see. We covered on, man.
1: Yeah, I used to rollerblade. I used to aggressive inline skate.
0: Hey, same thing. That was
1: so much fun, man. I was in Buffalo back then.
0: Where are you from, dude?
1: I'm from all over. My parents were divorced, so I spent time in New York, um, different places in New York, Florida, Arizona, California.
0: Where um, were you born? Texas.
1: I was born, <laughs> believe it or not, in Sulphur Springs, Texas. It's a, it's, a, it's a town outside of Dallas or Commerce, Texas. Um, but I didn't really live there at all. I moved out to, uh, my parents got divorced and I moved to Dominican Republic. With my dad, you know, I'm Dominican. My dad is Dominican, so um, so I lived with there, and then we I moved to. Um, then he bounced. He went to New York, so we lived in Brooklyn. So I was there. Um, How old were you when you went to Brooklyn? I was like first grade. Oh yeah, first grade in Brooklyn. Super impressionable. Went to PS 102. Oh shit. That was crazy. And my uh, my family is a lot of my family is there or was there, um, and then spent time. Um, i moved i moved with my mom to arizona and i was in arizona for about five years uh life story whole life story here uh arizona then then yeah i moved back to new york we went to buffalo uh then then oh yeah then my dad my dad is (laughs) a player you know what i'm saying (laughs) and he was married to my stepmom um but like they weren't doing good because he's a player, you know what I mean? Like, you know, Dominican papi chulo, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> we moved to Florida to Tampa, and they got divorced, and so um, that was crazy because I had my sisters, my step, my sister my half sisters, and my stepsister, and then there was a divorce. So then that was my dad's second wife, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm um and it was a little wild so then i I, and i was like hitting the streets with my puerto rican friends i'm dominican but i was with my puerto rican friends and getting in trouble and shit you know and like um my mom was like nah he needs to come live with me so boom i went back to arizona lived there for a while then uh then where did i go after that i think i went back to new york then i went back then we went to cali then it was cali was like um The end of high school, Bakersfield. Okay. And we would go to L.A. This is when I got my hustle sensibilities, where I would go to L.A. and buy hip-hop clothes from the the markets in the garment district, and then take them and deliver them to people in Bakersfield, to my homies and people who wanted gear to look fresh, you know? So I would sell clothes out of my trunk. Um, This was like high school and then going into like my freshman year of college. Um, pulling up at barber shops, selling outfits to the barber, like trading outfits for haircuts and shit. Like crazy. Hustling, You dude. know what I'm saying? Like, Hustling. You know what I mean? And then <laughs> just all kinds of stuff. But I, you know, my mom is an educator and she convinced me to like go back to school, you know, and, and to focus on and just, so yeah, the, the, you know, I'm leaving some stuff out. But yeah, man, I went back to school, ended up, Getting my 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 undergrad, you know, and then my my masters of fine arts, and then I got into the open mic, founded the open mic, boom. You know Wait, how'd you end up here? Uh, UTEP, I can't because UTEP um, was one of the schools that accepted me, and I wanted to write in in Spanish.
0: Oh, English. yeah, dope. it's a bilingual okay, okay. program.
1: The other programs only wanted English, and so I thought like, nah, fuck that, like I need to write in both my languages and so I uh Oh, respect. That's cool. I um did that, man. You know. Sick. And I've been here ever since, you know. So where did
0: where did hip hop come into your life? Oh, oh. Throughout man. that whole like year you know so, all over the, the the New map. York in New yeah. York.
1: In New York and also like like you uh my mom was a single mom, right? So I was introduced to it in New York. I have a lot of cousins um <laughs> like bunch of wild ass cousins. Um, and they put me on to hip hop music, reggae music, dance hall, reggae. Um, you know, I would listen to hot 97 and then I would li- also found college radio stations that would play, uh, like the underground rap, like not the radio stuff, but the underground stuff, you know, that, that you just didn't know where, you know, where to find it. Right. So they would play that. It was a it was, there was one station in particular in Buffalo that played all kinds of underground hip hop and reggae. And so I got I got a lot of information from from that. And then I took it with me when I, I went back to Arizona and I had all my Wu Tang cassettes and the Fuji's tape and like and I knew like what to look so I started to develop my taste for the music, you know, um on my own, when when like my mom would like give me twenty dollars and leave me at the mall or some shit, you know what I'm saying or whatever, and I would go to the music store or wherever there was someone selling tapes, or I would you know collect, you know what I mean. But the culture is something that you know you're born into, I think, or you're introduced to at at a, at a young age that and it becomes a part of you, you know. Like my cousins and I were always hip hop. It's like you don't know the name of it, but you are you are speaking away, and you're dressing away, and you are, you know, There there is a certain culture around it, you know? There's certain um, historic figures that I have in common with these people, you know what I'm saying? Um, and so anywhere I go, I have hip-hop family. I can just look at you like, yo, this... There's a hip-hop person right here, you know, like, it's, it's like a, you know, you just know, like, it's crazy. I was at the airport in uh, Atlanta going to Harvard, on my way to Harvard, right, and I see a hip-hop dude, he was wearing a Black Star t-shirt, and I'm like, yo, what I do? you know what I mean? And he was like, yo, who, like, who the fuck are you? I don't know you, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like, nah, that's a dope shirt, man, like, did you hear the new album? He's like, nah, I'm gonna hear it right now, right? And then I'm like, nah, I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna leave this guy alone. Like he's he's busy. Like he's on his phone. He, he's traveling. I'm not gonna bother him right now, right? So we're like, yo, peace. He was cool, but you know, he went on his way. And we're on the same flight. Next thing you know, the next day, I pull up to the conference. This guy's the DJ of the conference. <laughs> Manny Faces is his name, right? And he's like a prolific podcaster. Actually, he has a podcast called How Hip Hop Can Save America. And he's also the guy who runs the hip hop advocacy IG page, right? But it's like when I saw him DJing, it was he smiled like so big. It was like a totally different person than the dude <laughs> at the airport. You know what I'm saying? The guy at the airport was like, yo, don't fucking talk to me. Like, I, I don't know you. And then I see him, I'm like, yo, what up? And he's like, ah,
0: what up? You know, and then
1: we got to chop it up and I realized who he was and we got to, you know, meet. And we had been following each other already. And we didn't realize you know so that's sick the little hip-hop world is small man you know but it's crazy though
0: it's full circle man yeah so now you got the school going on you got this rap seminar you got i mean your kids in the mix yes you know you're connecting yeah. with people in harvard mm-hmm. we got mm-hmm. deaf kids killing it we got killing every it. <laughs> i mean what you know yeah it's all uh, man i'm like blown it's, away over here
1: it's crazy it's crazy, but um, it's lucky too. And, and I would just say that I've realized that um, maybe it was everything that we've been through the last couple of years, but I've always wanted to do my own thing, right? And I'm 40 something now. Like
0: We still haven't figured it out.
1: <laughs> when am I going to do my own thing? When is that going to be? When is it going to be the right time For me to do the thing that I said I was gonna do,
0: you've been doing it this whole time, dude. Like,
1: yeah, I've been I've been on the path, you know, not realizing, but
0: there ain't no finish line. I don't think there's a finish line. You've just been on the path, man, and and you stay true to that path. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I I don't know who am I to say, but that's yeah, it's kind of what it feels like. Yeah, I like to believe that
1: it has to be right because there would be no rap seminar without the academic. Stuff that I went through, you know, and all of that, there would be, that wouldn't be there, you know. Um, And
0: rap seminar and academic stuff wouldn't be there without, you know, the things you went through when you were growing up. There we go. And the places you went Mm -hmm. and were moved to and, you know, Mm -hmm. if your family wasn't who they were and it's kind of like destiny, yo.
1: Yeah. It's deep. I'm lucky, though, because my parents um, were accepting of what I liked and they, even though they were divorced, they remained friends. And they were always um, referring to each other as friends, right? Whenever my mom spoke about my dad, she always would say, like, we're not together, but he's he's my best friend, right? Oh, man, it's beautiful. And she And he would do the same thing. He would say, like, I owe my whole life to your mom. Like, she made me a man, you know? And... So I think that that was something that was very healthy for me, even though I didn't have them together, they were able to, I don't know how, because I'm married now, I have a son now, things are, di- it's, it could be difficult, you know, I, that difficulty, is, and, and I understand and that like, you know, my parents decided to go their separate ways, but they were able to keep it cool for me, and I think that gave me balance, um, a sense of structure or balance in an unbalanced situation, you know, at least I knew that, well, okay, at least they're cool, you know, and I didn't have to like, necessarily choose, you know, that th- there was that there it was like, am I choosing or do I get to choose what I have to choose? Like, that was kind of tough. But them being friends, or at least creating the perception of being friends was, I think... Unbeknownst to me, very helpful.
0: Yeah, man. Well, cheers to them for doing that, because yeah. you're one of the dopest dudes I've ever met. oh thanks, man. So, Thank salute you. to Thank your you, parents. Man. They raised a beautiful person, and you're raising another beautiful one. I've met your son. He's dope. Yeah, he's, he's such cool. a good little human, man.
1: He's a cool dude.
0: Yo. Thank you, man. We actually hit on every single thing I wrote down. Perfect. I was looking like, do we damn we hit every single nice. thing? And then some. Good. It's beautiful.
1: Good. Yeah, man. I Professor like to connect. Rob nice. <laughs> I like to connect with my peoples. You know what I'm saying? Thanks, Thanks for right. having me. This is beautiful, beautiful, beautiful place. Yo,
0: good luck with everything. Remind the people where they can find you, what you got going on. Yep. Yo. Say it.
1: This is Rob Nice. The Rap Analyzer. (laughs) Live and direct from Rad Dog Studios. You can find me at Rap Seminar just about everywhere. You know what I mean? Just Rap Seminar, boom. All right? There's only one Rap Seminar. All right?
0: Yo, get your lyrics analyzed by this dude. It's pretty fun.
1: Hit the website. We got the merch. We got the MCs with degrees. We got the lyrically-minded merch there. Um, RapSeminar.com. Check out penduluminc.com too Pendulum for Inc. the lyrical classes. And yo, know, thank you for having me, man. This is this has been really great.
0: Dude. Thank you, man. Yeah. Much love, respect.
1: Boyaka! Boyaka! <laughs>
0: Thanks for listening, everybody. Man, this is dope. Until next time. Be good to one another. Stay real. Take no shit. Do no harm. Peace.